Discover the power of HID mobile access and revolutionise how you manage your property's security and access systems. Utilising the HID mobile access app or integrating the solution into your building experience app, your office tenants can enjoy the seamless convenience of using a mobile phone or smartwatch as a credential to access doors, network, services and more. The solution will also provide you with valuable data to offer better building services and tenant experiences. So trust HID for reliable, secure and future-ready in-building technology that make the hassle of physical security passes a thing of the past. Visit hidglobal.com today. Welcome to the PropTech Podcast. It's Kylie Davis here, and I'm delighted to be your host as we explore the brave new world where technology, real estate, property ownership, design, and construction all collide. It's so great to have you here and to share stories with you of innovation, opportunity, and challenges. The aim of each episode is to introduce listeners to a PropTech innovator who is pushing the boundaries of what's possible across how we design, build, buy, sell, rent, and invest in property, and all of the associated behaviours and activities around that. And there's a lot. Now, none of this would be possible without our sponsors. So a very big shout out to HID Digital Identification and Building Access Solutions, EasyPay, making collecting payments easy for PropTechs, Dynamic Methods, the innovators behind Forms Live, REI Forms Live and RealWorks, Direct Connect, making moving easy, and the PropTech Association of Australia. Thank you for your support of the podcast. Now, one of the biggest growth categories in the PropTech Awards last year was technology for developers and off-the-plan sales. And our next guests are a brand new startup specialising in digitising how land is sold. LandNow is a real-time marketplace for land sales, allowing the building industry to see exactly which blocks are available, their location and specifications to ensure that they're suitable for different house designs, and most importantly, the ability to put a block on hold. It replaces the very slow and laborious, and I use this word advisedly, system of emailing PDFs of stock lists and constant phone and email tag sometimes over a week or more, to see if a block is available to purchase. Now, Land Now launched in October in Perth, where builder reps sell more than 70% of all lands, and they have big plans to go national. So here to tell us all about it is the CEO of Land Now, Tony McKenty, and CTO, Paul Wilson. Tony and Paul, welcome to the PropTech Podcast. Thanks, Kylie. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks, Kylie. Great to be here. No, great. Now, the first question is always the hardest, and I'm really looking forward to hearing about land now because there's an awful lot going on in the new home build market in PropTech. So what is the land now elevator pitch? So land now is a uh, B2B marketplace connecting builders with developers that have land available in real time. Awesome. What is the problem that you're solving for? Like why why does home and land building need a, a central platform? Well, the way information is communicated at the moment, uh, using Western Australian numbers because that's where we're launching, up to about 90, 93% of land sales are referred by a builder. Mm-hmm. Right? The way that information is communicated now is largely through weekly EDMs, you know, hard copy price lists, get dropped off to display homes, 
individual rep to rep emails, um, you know, one to one presentations. So it's a it's an antiquated approach, if you like, and the information that's being communicated is generally a hard copy price list or a PDF of a price list embedded into an EDM or an email. So some developers are ahead of the curve in that they have updated websites showing live stock. But what we're doing, uh, those builder referrals, builder reps don't want to go to 50 different websites. Mm. Right? So we're providing a central platform that integrates with developers' CRMs. So any new stages, any new releases, or any stock that comes back on the market is all shown live. So what that does, that shortens the buyer journey for the customer because they can assess what stock's available now without you know questioning what's what's shown on on current price lists or current formats. So I love this because I've heard from other prop techs in this space that uh, that do the B to C play, but you guys are B to B. But the B to C play, the pain in that is always land buyers having to literally camp out to try and reserve the block of land that they want or like and scrolling through a million different websites and trying to find things that are suitable. And you guys are tackling at it from the B2B end because I guess builder reps have the same pain that consumers have in lots of ways in that the information is everywhere in a million different places and can't be easily found or seen. Paul, what do you want to add? Yeah. Uh, I guess your description there in the physical environment, yeah, where they're camping out does happen sometimes, maybe in the hotter market, but um, from an online perspective in the B2C space, we we call it unreliable as far as the stock availability and the inventory. Um, They're generally more sort of ads and and lead generation, uh, and so the, the stock that they promote may not actually necessarily be available or could become unavailable very quickly whereas our proposition is real-time and available, or rather its statuses are, are clear being sold, available, uh, on hold, or ultimately unavailable. So um, that's the frustration because the builders need to spend a fair bit of time to actually create their house and land packages. Um, if they're doing that on land that is unreliable um, as its availability, then they could be wasting a lot of their time. So that's where we provide the uh, the opportunity for them to, to place land on hold. They can go away, create their costs, and know that that land is still available should they close that customer. Okay. So now you, I've I've had a look at your platform, and uh, and I've you got you can also see, you know, lots of detail about individual lots too, like where where can, you know utilities come in, all of those sorts of things. And I imagine if you're a builder. The type, knowing where those things are located, impacts the kind of house that can or can't be built on a block too. Yeah, that's really another one of our USPs is to provide the information that builders can uh, visually very quickly assess the suitability of the lot. So connection points, um, crossovers, drainage, um, contours, retaining walls, things like that that will ultimately impact the package that they'll create and the site costs that they'll put through to the, the customer. So we we provide that. Um, we come directly from CAD drawings and the engineering drawings and import that into our mapping, so very different to how others 
do it. And so our information is is accurate from the engineers, um, of which then the builders can ultimately rely upon that. Okay, so so I love this. It's basically you're replacing a whole bunch of emails, PDFs, websites, paper forms, plans, <laughs> a million a million different things, and having it all in the one spot for builder for for builder reps and developers to kind of communicate between each other. So, That's right. so Tony, so, so Tony, yeah. I've got a I've got a question for you. Um, how big a problem? Is this so? Like, we know there's 12 million homes in Australia. We know that there's not enough homes in Australia. We know we need to build a hell of a lot more homes to help with housing with the housing crisis. But how 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 big is your is the is the home and land market? Yeah, well, it's about 650 greenfield projects nationally, mm-hmm. um, and and that equates to around about on current forecasts around about 47 to 50 thousand lot sales. Mm-hmm. And clearly different markets go through different, you know, different cycles. So what that means is um, by providing the information in a central platform, we can shorten that buyer journey. So a builder does need to know the things Paul mentioned. You know, one, they need to know the stock. They need to know, mm-hmm. you know, design guidelines or if there's easements on the block. At the moment, they've got to go to all these different websites to find that. And, and every developer, they might have a great website but it's different to the next developer's website and different to the next developer's website. So a, a builder rep referring that many deals uh, as a percentage of sales out of those 47,000 lots per annum, there's a lot of different websites they're going to go to. So if they can go to one simple website that's easy to use, which is what we've designed, it's a nice, clean website, everything's available, we figure we can save the builder rep around 40 hours a month. So the question okay. is asked, well, what should they be doing with that 40 hours? <laughs> it's not taking more time off. It's probably calling more. Are you sure? Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's up to every business to uh, determine how they utilise their time. But clearly, if we can save them forty hours at the start of the journey, we can yeah. have all their information ready. Right? They can be nimble when they meet the client. Because more often than not, a client says, "Oh, look, I like the northwest corridor, for example, but my mum's just moved to the northeast. What have you got over there?" So automatically or in real time, the rep can service that client and, and have a look on our map to see what's available in that northeast corridor. Similarly, by the end of the month, when they submit their deals and get all the information and all the paperwork, the design guidelines, the, the LDPs and all those things, they can do that from one platform. So uh, that time saving alone creates the efficiencies, but also it just it shortens that buyer journey. I mean, 40 hours a week is pretty, sorry, 40 hours a month is considerable because that is effectively a working week. Absolutely. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and good, goodness knows building a home takes long enough as it is. So, you know, a week out, a week out of that journey is, um, is, is probably much, much needed. So you've got both develop, developers and you've got builders using the site. What's your business model? Uh, the, the business model is B2B and we want to stay in our lane because, uh, again, it gets down to that referral um, of builders can't build a house without a block of land, right? Yeah. So those partnerships are key and really that was the reason for launching in Western Australia. Um, certainly the relationships are the envy of other states and, and it's a mm-hmm. strong relationship over here, that referral basis up to 93% as we talked about earlier. Um, with with B2B, um, we can concentrate on a defined market, 
you know, B two C can be very, very a very noisy space. You know, there's a lot of platforms out there. Whereas B two B, we haven't seen a platform that does what we're offering, uh, and we can create those efficiencies between a defined period. So developers can access active builder reps, and the builder reps can access what land is available. So if you really drill down, so, it's a concept. So, so who are you charging? Um, builders or developers or both? Both. Our business model is primarily to serve the developer to um, broaden their connectivity into the the uh, the builder network, um, and from state to state, the builder referrals uh, numbers differ. Uh, where we see quite a high, you know, 80 percent builder referral in WA, uh, whereas in some of the eastern states it can be 35 percent. So we're really looking to increase that uh, builder referral uh, to developers. Um, so the, our business model is primarily targeted towards, you know, increasing sales and channel um, for developer, but then the time efficiencies that um, the builders also get. Mm, okay. So I guess the developers are going to be saving quite a lot in marketing or potentially in marketing costs and some of the materials that they're creating manually at the moment. Well, I think you know, Kylie, with marketing background, the, the old adage was, you know, 50% of your marketing works, but just no one's sure what 50% works. No, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so well, at least. No, they, I think even even though if, the more we measure, the less yeah, we know. Right. But oh, <laughs> Things are changing. But what, what this does, what our platform does, it's a defined marketplace. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we can really define that marketplace. A lot of the communication at the moment is through EDMs or their own portals, you know, developer portals. But, again, they're all different systems. Uh, similarly, you see a lot of developers, you know, uh, uh, communicating via LinkedIn, Facebook, you know, again, that's a broader market because there's so many other users or followers rather than their, their key clientele. So for a developer, they want to link up with builders who can refer business mm-hmm. and builders want to find the information they need to find, you know, immediately. And we're really awesome. focused, Kylie, on um, our B2B you know, we, we yeah. can get distracted, you know, in the B2C channel, but we're we're very focused and committed into the B2B channel because we believe that that's where the, the greatest uptake and, and um, potential actually remains. Cool. So you've just recently launched in WA. Congratulations. Um, was a, I was at your launch. It was very fun. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Got a photo with Arj Barker. <laughs> <laughs> awesome fun. Um. How? What's your rollout plans? Where are you going next? How? How? How are you? How's the uptake going? Uh, look. So yeah, thank you. The launch was very good. Uh, we had a really good response. Nearly two hundred were there on the night. Uh, both builders and developers, settlement agents, engineers, all in the same room. Uh, it's not often, you know. Generally, one side of the industry hosts the other. Uh, we we sit squarely in the middle, as we're servicing both customers, as as Paul talked about. Uh, so it was successful from that point of view, but it's about getting everyone in the same room and understanding what we're doing. So from there, um, people are really clear on what we're offering now, um, and we're onboarding a range of clients at the moment, from smaller developers to national developers, and the users being the builder rep, uh, they're ready and waiting and willing. Clearly, if they can save 40 hours a month, uh, they're ready to jump on as quick as they can, uh, pending more and more more developers being onboarded. Being a startup, Kylie, of course, uh, we have to pivot fast as we learn. Um, so I think <laughs> our 
Tony and my original plans to gradually, you know, solve WA and then just, you know, gracefully move from state to state. Uh, I think that's changing. What, by Easter? Is that <laughs> <laughs> I think we had quite a, a, a very graceful uh, rollout plan, actually. But I think that is, yeah, exactly by Easter to to, to move. But I think that, and as Tony says, uh, it's based on the the support and the interest um, that will determine and dictate where we're rolling out. But it's probably um, we're trying to avoid, and I guess in all my years of experience, avoid a big bang, and and that's why you know in WA prove it there, which we we certainly seem to be, and then. Um, uh, roll out graceful, as I say, but I think it's becoming a little bit more big bang and you know cover 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 where we where we need to go or cover where we're being asked to go ultimately. Okay, awesome. So, are you pulling in every development, like, or are you only bringing in developers that are signing on as clients? So, like, how how are you capturing that whole of market while you're onboarding developers? Yeah, well, we have we haven't taken the approach of scraping data. Yeah. We've taken the approach of approaching every developer and one getting their permissions and getting their buy in, so we can integrate mm-hmm. with developments. So stock is is live and in real time. By scraping mm-hmm. data, it's just another platform that's got unreliable data, right? Because right. it could be old. So we've really focused on that. So it's the partnerships between developers uh, and us. And, and creating conduits for them to build us. Um, the national developers and the larger developments are clearly interested because they've got a high turnover of stock. You know, some of those mm-hmm. projects selling in excess of 200 lots per annum, whereas some of the smaller developers are showing a lot of interest and onboarding because they want access to all the, all the builder reps where, you know, their resourcing currently might not allow that. So it really appeals to, to all size of developments. I think, Kylie, it's a, oh. we're, we're, we've chosen to take the hard path, which is that live inventory that Tony talks about in the integration. Um, yeah. And it's, yeah, regularly we talk about is there an easier way, but we're, we we have to stick <laughs> to that because I think that that strengthens our um, our USP, which no one else is taking on, um, and we know why they're not taking it on and, and we're learning. Because it's hard, right? And, yeah. Yeah, it's very hard, very hard, and very slow as well. Um, but I think the rewards will pay off, but it's just going to take a little bit longer. That's all. Let me ask you a question. Are you happy with your current operational workflow? Are you really satisfied with printing, signing, scanning and emailing contracts and then having to wait days for them to be signed and returned? Well, I didn't think so. And I have some good news. There is a better way. Dynamic Methods is the team behind leading real estate industry tech platforms such as Forms Live, REI Forms Live and RealWorks. With a mission to make better happen, Dynamic Methods are dedicated to providing efficiency and productivity tools, boosting form technology to real estate agencies across Australia. Each month, 50,000 real estate professionals across 8,500 agencies from every Australian state and territory use dynamic methods form technology, empowering more than 7.2 million transactions a year. Dynamic Methods is also proud to host quality integrations with some of the prop tech industry's most powerful technologies, such as DocuSign, Secure Exchange, Equifax, and more, putting everything you need to get forms and contracts filled in, signed, verified, and exchanged into one easy platform. So if you're ready to ditch the pen and paper, make your agency look more efficient, 
Head to dynamicmethods.com.au slash partners to learn more. This episode is sponsored by EasyPay. EasyPay makes collecting PropTech payments easy. As one of Australia's leading subscription payment providers, EasyPay is helping real estate and PropTech businesses to improve rental collection rates, transform arrears management and increase cash flow. Built for integration with a focus on partnerships, EasyPay's platform works seamlessly with your existing PropTech software, giving you access to industry-leading features that enable complex billing and settlement to support trustless business models. Discover the power of payment automation and leverage one of the first platforms to enable the pay-to payment solution at easypay.com forward slash PropTech. For almost 16 years, Direct Connect has made moving easy for over 1.2 million renters and homeowners by arranging connections to a wide range of services, from electricity and gas to internet and pay TV. With a national team of local account managers who are experts in the industry, Direct Connect are there to support your real estate business with competitive rewards for every successful connection, plus an industry-leading rewards program. The connection process is simple and Direct Connect's always-on guarantee ensures your customers will be connected on the day they move in. Direct Connect offers a range of market-leading suppliers, and Direct Connect has now made it even easier than ever to send connections, directly integrating with MRI Software's property tree. So in just a few clicks, while processing a tenancy, you can send the connection details through and get your customers connected. To make the right connection and find out how Direct Connect can make moving easy for you and easy for your customers, visit agents.directconnect.com.au or call 1300-558-169. So Tony, at the launch, you had a great quote where you mentioned how unchanged the house and land space is. Do you want to just repeat what you said? At the yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And where I came from, it was... Uh, I'd been in the industry 18 years, and when I was selling, developers and builders were asking the same questions, and the yeah. same questions being asked today. What lot's available? What do you have available? Can I put a block on hold? Is there anything coming back on the market? Do you offer referrals? Is finance good to go? Yeah, All right. those things. So <laughs> the questions are the same. Where, it's, just the t- where- it's just that it's 2023 now, not 2003. That's right. So those questions <laughs> still remain. And what we're yeah. what we're offering is is a solution or an answer to those questions because with stock at real real time, uh, a, a builder will have visibility over what stock's available. They know they can put it on hold. They can convey to the developer that finance is available and the client is qualified. So all those things, the answers to all those questions is fundamental to our platform. We we we've built in those uh, I guess answers or or solutions. So, Tony, you mentioned like you guys launched in WA because of that unique relationship between the builders reps and and the developers. Um, But also, I mean, the WA market is absolutely booming at the moment. Is that, and um, and, I imagine there's buyers a mundo out there. How is that, how are you you positioning yourself in that space? Look, it's a a good and bad thing. Um, Some developers thinking, oh, well, we're selling to, B2C channels, you know, we don't necessarily need to lean on those builder networks. Whereas you look at from the builder, they're desperate to find land because it's selling so quickly. So for them to have something that's accurate and updated in real time, uh, they are really, really um, 
uh, strong for it at the moment. So it's managing both expectations, but clearly there's cycles, you know. In every boom, you think it's going to last forever. It doesn't. Winter is coming. Yeah. <laughs> so- <laughs> uh, and look at the the developers, you know, they're, they're, an ed- they're an educated group. They understand yeah. that cycles change and yeah. a lot of them are preparing. Look, there are stock constraints at the moment. So in some cases, developers want to, want to um, uh, I guess, subscribe to us, but they don't have stock at the moment. And, and that's just the reality of life. And, and they'll catch up in the next quarter when when they get some civil civil contractors on site. So, um, as I say, it, it's a positive, it's a negative, uh, and it's everything in between. <laughs> it's, uh, it's it's the glory glorious reality of real estate and property being being a cyclical industry, right? So, right. so how did you guys? So how how did you guys meet? What's the origin story to how the prop tech got started? Uh, so Tony and I, uh, I was in Singapore for uh, nearly five years and so I was sort of transitioning back and then Tony and I met through um, mutual uh, contacts in Melbourne and I guess uh, I was looking to, to get my teeth into to something um, and I, well, it, it takes three to tango. So our other business partner is Peter Joseph, who's um, based out of uh, Brisbane. Um, so I guess... Peter and I have worked uh, together for for many many years, and mm-hmm. I guess the three pieces of the puzzle from a subject matter expert being Tony, um, strategy and and direction from myself and tech with Peter. Um, I guess we we've sort of just been kicking it around and you know using Tony's subject matter expertise from an industry point of view. Realize that there's a very obvious problem of which we could bring our you know tech capability together to to uh, solve it. Cool. So, so how big are you guys? Like, I know you only launched last month, so like this is very, this is very, very new prop tech. But how, how, how big are you? What's the, what's your um staff turnover or whatever you're able to tell me? Well, we haven't had any staff turnover, so that's good. <laughs> well, that's good. Oh no, I mean no, not that. No, there's there's eleven of us, eleven of us in anyway. our team. Um, and, you know, predominantly distributed across Australia and then also, uh, our, our, you know, some of our development team in Vietnam. Um, okay. So, yeah, we're, we, we are fortunate to be well supported and, um, well resourced. And, you know, we're not, we're not here today and gone tomorrow. We're, we're certainly, uh, you know, investing in the areas of, well, staff and also resources to be able to, to scale what we need to. Mm, awesome. And look, I imagine one of the big gaps in the home and land market is, or the house and land market is, is in that data space, right? Because like we have all of this data around Australia's existing property, but knowing what's coming and, and what's just been sold and when, when you guys get up and running nationally, you're going to have a pretty awesome set of insights into that, I'd have thought. Absolutely. And, and this is the thing, I guess at the moment, you know, I've been around sales teams for a long time. Uh, a lot of the feedback, no matter how many systems you have, a lot of the, a lot of the feedback is anecdotal. Oh, yeah, these are my top 10 reps or these are my top 10 uh, developments I go to or this is the type of buyer or this is the type of product they're buying. And whilst a lot of developers and agencies are very good at collecting that data, you know, notwithstanding there's 650 in Australia, they all don't have that level of, 
uh, of data collection. So that's what we can provide and we'll have it in real time. So the ability to feed back instantly to a developer what their market is searching for from price of blocks to size of blocks, uh, that'll be now the instant, you know, to, mm. to the performance of team. Um, all those things will be will be relevant on dashboards. Uh, so that data collection is only going to grow and, you know, with 12 months data, with 24 months data, it might look different again, but the beauty of it is we'll have it in real time and it's continually mm. updating and, and it's based on users. It won't be anecdotal anymore. It'll all be um, usership uh, and recorded in real time. Mm. I think for, um, for with data, Kylie, um, so for us with data, Kylie, I, I, yes, I think we're naturally any any business will start to collect data, but we're not going into this as a data-first strategy. You know, we're, we're solving the problem and we would hope that in time, you know, there will be some value that will come out of the information with which we have. But we're also respectful and sensitive to it. You know, we, we've got a lot of feedback um, from our conversations around, you know, naturally protection of data and how we use it and so on. So, um, yeah, we, we're certainly focused on the problem firstly. And if there's something that come, come out of uh, the information in good time that we can share with all of our clients and so on, then we'll certainly, um, you know, look at that at that, that point. Mm, it, yeah, it, it is like this whole issue, though, of understanding how many new homes are coming on to market and when they're coming on to market and um and what else is in the in that pipeline it's one of the invisible spots inside Australia's property data ecosystem though so I'm going to be watching you guys really closely to see see <laughs> what comes out of that so what are the biggest well what are but just well overcoming launch but what else are the have the challenges been um that you guys have faced so far Look, the, the main challenges are really, uh, you know, that there's a range of people out there and businesses. Some are early adopters, uh, some some are laggards, some are followers, uh, some want proof of concept. Uh, overwhelmingly, everyone that's seen the platform thinks it's great. It's clean, it's easy to use. They see and understand it's the future. But again, we talked earlier, there's different stages of the, the market at the moment, different cycles. Uh, you know, with any startup, we would love to get 75% market share in the first three months and then we're away. Of course. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> so look, the challenges are probably, it's probably time, you know, time to, um, you know, onboard clients because they're all at different levels. They've all got competing priorities. Their main business is to, you know, from a developer's point of view, their main business is to sell lots and project manage and deliver blocks. Um, whilst they see the efficiencies, you know, they're only resourced to a certain point and it's at various levels of priority within within the businesses. So probably time is the biggest one. And I, I would suggest any of your past, you know, interviewees or, or podcasters would probably say the same. It's it's time, uh, and it's just continually, um, just continually pushing and and hustling. You know, yeah. to yeah. to just keep showing the benefits. Our priorities are not everyone else's priorities. Basically, it's so annoying that, it's isn't it? Balance. It's so annoying. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hearing a lot around the traps at the moment on uh, on that. Time and attention, and and being able to get your clients' time and attention, and and have them, you know, like to learn something new takes time. It, you might be able to save them forty hours a week, but 
in in just getting them to invest that little bit of time to get comfortable with the platform so they can save the 40 hours a week um can can often be can often be sort of a hell of a challenge in the early days while you're starting out and time can also equate to dollars as well yes well, they, they, yes, they usually yes, go does. together as such yes <laughs> So, so what are the future challenges? Also, what are the future trends that you see coming down the pipe in terms of technology that you think are going to impact your platform and how it's going to grow? Well, when the future trends that they change all the time, right? But um, what we're offering, the industry is saying, yes, we understand where this is heading, and we understand this is a need uh, and a gap you're filling. So what comes beyond that, you know, we, we can add a lot of value right throughout that journey because we're really placed from marketing a block to the point of signing a contract. We don't get involved beyond that. Now, every developer has a different risk profile when lots are under contract to settlement times, you know, and there's a whole, there's, there's other prop tech platforms that are out there that we know of that are streamlining that settlement process, but we really operate in that marketing a lot to signing a contract stage. We want to focus on that um, to get that right, to maximise market share, and then the data, and, and again, it gets back to one of those earlier comments, will be client-led. Where, the, where that next gap is, we can be nimble enough to potentially provide a solution, you know, so. And from my perspective, Kylie, I think it was... I think it was said at uh, at your prop tech forum. Um, you know that everything's quite fragmented at the moment, and from a trend perspective, I think there'll be a consolidation. There are definitely platforms out there that you know work on being an end to end, but I think they they keep their eco quite closed, and so you can be end to end, but then only in their environment. So, you know, from a from a digital perspective, you know, collaboration, openness, sharing, microservices, you know, all these um, trends that have been um, happening over the last few years, I think from an industry perspective is also um, where it's going to start to head towards where it is going to start to consolidate and get a lot more collaboration across the industry and all the prop techs and so on where we can actually start to create a better ecosystem of solutions um, in a collaborative manner and not in a competitive manner. Um, and I think that was very, very clear at the, the PropTech Forum recently. Um, there's a lot of desire to actually do that. And I think that, you know, we we, we support that as well. Awesome. Well, look, I'm, I'm so glad you were paying attention at the PropTech Forum. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did, clearly. <laughs> Gold star. Um, well, look, fellas, thank you so much. I'm not going to ask you about the future because I kind of feel like, you know, you've just launched. Your future's right ahead of you and it's happening right now. Um, but thank you. And and I really love this idea of collaboration and 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 bringing everything together in the in the house and land space. So um, thanks so much for sharing with us today about land now. And uh, lots of um, lots of luck with the launch. Thank you, Kylie. Appreciate it. Thanks, Kylie. Thanks for your time. It's been great. So, what do you think of Land Now? I love that there is work being done by quite a few prop techs now. And a shout out to Openlot and to Salesfish in the land sales space. There's no doubt that the sector is ripe for digitization and that time and efficiency savings will support faster and therefore hopefully more affordable building processes in the future. 
we see a lot of prop techs across all of the industries we serve replacing inefficient processes created by necessity through Excel, whiteboards and phone calls. And I think we need to add another evil to this list, which is the PDF sent by email. Death to the PDF sent by email. So annoying. But it's fascinating to me that land is one of the last Well, it's not unknown, but it's definitely poorly known of Australian property. It's the sector that has the least national oversight of data. Unlike residential resales, there's no single data set that regularly and clearly shows what land is available for sale, what's just been sold, and the prices that it was sold for. And this is an essential and important piece of Australia's real estate data set because it speaks so importantly to supply and what's going to happen in the future in terms of of housing. So look, well done, Land Now. It's great to see the tech moving in this direction. And full disclosure, I do know the boys at Land Now really well, as my team at PropTech Guru are working on their marketing, and I'm honoured to be a director on the board of their holding company, Propt. So what do you think? Now, if you have enjoyed this episode of the PropTech Podcast, I would love you to tell all your friends or drop me a line either via email or LinkedIn or on our Facebook page. And you can follow this podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor and Apple iTunes and anywhere good podcasts are heard. I would like to thank my podcast producer, the fabulous Charlie Hollands, podcast website editors, Jill Escudero and Shira Sexison and our sponsors, HID, Digital Identification Solutions for Your Building, Direct Connect, Making Moving Easy, Dynamic Methods, The Name Behind Forms Live, REI Forms Live and RealWorks, EasyPay, Making Collecting Payments Easy for PropTechs, and the PropTech Association Australia, Australia's industry body, which is supporting the flourishing PropTech community. Now, if you're an Australian or New Zealand PropTech who would like to be on the show, please drop me a line via LinkedIn or email kylie at proptechassociation.com.au. Thanks so much, everyone. Until next time, keep on PropTeching. Do you run a PropTech business or are you the founder of a PropTech? Make sure you join the PropTech Association of Australia. It's Australia's new not-for-profit association made up of tech people who are passionate about the property industry and committed to improving experiences in how we buy, sell, rent, manage, build and finance property. Joining will give you access to events and networks across Australia and globally to help you promote and grow your business. Go to proptechassociation.com.au and follow the prompts to join.